Here we go again. Here what we go again. Are we on? Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. I hope. I think I got that right. Last time I said it was five and it was actually six. Yeah, and you so. were like, oh, six again. Yeah. Six again. Yeah, it's no, it's still six. You know, it's amazing what post edit yeah. you can do. No, it's uh, it's most definitely eight. Eight. Yes. Okay. And we got a good one, as we always do. Um, you ready for it? I am. Okay. Um, so how do you, here's the question, mm -hmm. straight out of the, out of the Ask Eric submission on the website, how do you handle a conversation with a fellow believer mm -hmm. when you completely disagree on a theological point? Mm -hmm. It is a great question. Mm -hmm. And so, so I, and I think I struggle with it a lot, right? Because you have, you, you've got uh, Christians who believe that Auburn is a good football team. <laughs> Or in your case, Florida, that Go is a good football team. Go Gators, you know? yes, sir. But to be honest with you, scripturally, <laughs> uh, <laughs> his, uh, his, uh, his blood washes <laughs> you white as snow, right? So, uh -huh. so his crimson flow washes you white as snow. So crimson and white, to me, that, I mean, that speaks Bama right there. But yet I got to deal with Auburn and Florida yeah. and Troy people all day long. So how do you have a conversation with that on a theological point? I mean, that. You're wrong, and I'm right, so that's <laughs> how I handle it. Agree to disagree. Po po <laughs> podcast over. Over, done. Episode 9 coming next week. So that's how you can do it. I'm right, okay. you're wrong, get over it. Okay. It's the world we live in, though. It is. Isn't it? It's tough. Like, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. No middle ground, no room to play. What I've learned to say over the years, especially with my Amber, my wife, and I, when we're having a conversation, is um, I've learned to say that, I will have a way. I'm not saying it's the way. Ooh. Because, I mean, I'm going to have an answer or yep. a way. You don't have to do it that way. Yep. And it helps in work and life in general. Yep. I'll be like, I'm going to show you how I would do it. Yeah. Or this is how I would do it. You don't have to do it that way. But that's tough even, too. But it's the best way. So it, I, mean, I don't know why you wouldn't do it that you way. You said it, not me. Jeez. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, though. Because I think when you ask the question, so you, when you're looking at the question, how do you handle a conversation with a fellow believer when you completely disagree on a theological point? I think that's the key mm -hmm. to the whole question, theological point. So what are we talking? Um, so ultimately, are we talking like big picture theological stuff? Are we talking uh, Jesus is the Son of God? You know, he, he came from heaven to earth. He was fully God, fully man, all at the same time. He died as our sin. He was buried. He rose from the dead. He high-fived a couple of people on his way up to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father like that. Like, do are we talking the, the Word of God is the infallible Word of God? There is no error in it? Like, you know, are we talking that? Um, or are we talking other stuff? Right. Are we talking like uh, pre-trib, post-trib? Yeah type stuff well it's kind of like you know we i think we're it's it's how we have different denominations right and mm -hmm. different you know you're talking about it's the major versus the minor points yep. you know like the yep. major points you just talked about i think you know all the christian denominations can agree on those things mm -hmm. and then you get into the minor differences um and those could be a mile long yeah at some point you have to agree to disagree yeah right yeah um and and like baptism is one of those mm -hmm. you know uh should we should we submerge in water or should we sprinkle or should we you know yeah uh, i think you can find scripture you know i have a belief on that right uh, but ultimately at the end of the day uh, 
if I believe that you can sprinkle, does that say that I'm not a follower of Jesus and not going to be in heaven? Haven't accepted his, you know, right. is it a salvation deal or is it not a salvation deal? Right. Like speaking in tongues. Yep. You know, uh, do, do they still happen today? Is that gift still here? Is it still relevant? How do you use it in the church? You can have a completely different view on it than I have, but we can still believe that Jesus is the son of God only through him is salvation mm-hmm. going to happen, right? He is the right. only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. You know, no one comes to the Father except through me. Right. Like that, that type of theological point, if the person you're talking about doesn't believe in that, then I would, I would kind of go back to the question and go, how do you handle a conversation with a non-believer? Yeah. Because those, those big nuggets, you, I don't necessarily know if you disagree with that. Like there's a whole, whole uh, slew of people right now in the culture we live in that, that are pastors, like I saw this just the other day, that a pastor said that this uh, that, that the Bible has errors in it. Mm. And, and I'm going, mm. <laughs> so So to me, I'm questioning his salvation to begin with. Right. You know? Um, so if it's a big theological point like that, then I would say you're probably having a conversation with a non-believer who think they are a believer. Right. Um, but let's just go with the question. Right, yeah, you're twisting you know? the words within this to, to cater yeah. to what you want it to say. Correct, which we do a lot. A lot of. I saw some very disturbing videos recently myself of that. Yep. And that's... It's crazy. Like, ooh, ooh. It, we live in a crazy world. Careful now. You know? Yeah. Uh, but let's just take the question for face value. Sure. And so so whoever asked the question, they know the person they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So they, sh- they, they believe that they're a fellow believer. Right. All right, so now we're talking about a theological point that's not a major. Right. Right? So, yep. so we're going to figure out how to major on the majors, minor on the minors. Uh, and that's important. We've got to get the majors right. Right? That's how that whole Galatians 1. I want to read that real quick. Galatians 1, uh, verse 6. It says, I'm shocked that you're turning away so soon from God who called you to himself. That, that's a cool little phrase right mm-hmm. there. Who called you to himself. Through the loving mercy of Christ, you are following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but is not the good news at all. You're being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth. That's what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. right, concerning Christ. And then he says, let God's curse fall on anyone, including us, or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. I say again, and as we've said before, if anyone preaches any other good news than what we've well then what you welcome, let that person be cursed. So that that's the major stuff yep. that, that he's talking about right there. Yep. So we got a major on the majors. So I do think that there's this whole, um, if something happens, if a conversation comes up and you're like, hold up, that's a major theological point. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to have a conversation with you about it. Yep. Right? So now how do we have that conversation? That That's where... You start going back to okay, how did how did Jesus have these conversations, All right? So let's go to John chapter one. I think that's a perfect place to go. So John one fourteen. So the Word became flesh, and made us dwelling among us. He was full of grace and truth. Right, he was full of grace and truth. Yep. And uh, and I think that right there is probably how you handle a conversation. Yep with a fellow believer who disagrees, right? You, you disagree on a certain topic, theological topic. Does it, does it matter? Yes. Like it, it affects our theology. I believe baptism 
affects our theology. Our view on baptism affects our theology. Our view on speaking in tongues affects our theology. Our view on drinking, non-drinking affects our theology. Our, our view on all that stuff affects our theology. Sure, yeah. But it doesn't necessarily affect our salvation. That's right. So when you get into the topics of, okay, it affects our theology, but it doesn't necessarily affect our salvation, how do I have a conversation? Grace and truth. And understand that at the end of that, you may walk away from the table and there's a really mm -hmm. good chance that you're still going to walk away disagreeing. Yes. And that's perfectly fine. But Absolutely. in this life, whether you're talking about theology or just politics or anything mm -hmm. in life in general these days, it's tough. You can't, it seems like you can't have those conversations anymore without anybody oh, yeah, getting yeah. up in arms or they're unfriending you yeah. or, you know, spreading anyway. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. I've been unfriended. Yeah. So then you start, start on, now you're starting talking about religion on top of that. It's like, man, grace and truth. Yeah. That's a, uh, we've been talking a lot about that lately mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know why it's so hard to, to find others and have those graceful yet honest conversations. Mm -hmm. Well, because I don't like to be wrong. That's right. And, and if there's a possibility that I might be wrong, now I'm offended. You know, and I think that's the world we live in, is yeah. nobody likes to be even confronted with the fact that you may have the wrong belief when it comes to this certain topic. Right. You know, and, and then it starts to upset me and offend me. And yeah. now I'm all up in arms and you're a jerk, you know. It's like, easy to say agree to disagree yes. until they try to basically flip your entire belief system yes. on its head and you're like whoa 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 really whoa. hard to walk away yeah right so so how do we do that how, yeah. how do yep. we do the grace and the truth yep so we said this uh at, at crew night the other night that uh that truth without grace is religion so that's what you were talking about a while ago is people Correct. getting so religious about hey you got to do it this way you got to do it this way you know so now i lose all empathy for anybody around me mm -hmm. you know and my whole goal is now to just prove that you're wrong that's right so now i lose the whole sight of your soul and where it's going i just have in my head that i'm gonna win you know and and when you have truth and no grace then you have religious people uh, but when you have grace and no truth, then you have paganism. Mm -hmm. You have people who, who don't actually think that there is a way, you know, to have a conversation. That's right. Okay, well, this yeah. is what I believe about the topic, but can I find it in here? No, I can't necessarily find it in there. Well, I mean, that, but I don't care about that, mm -hmm. right? I just want to have all the grace, you know? I, I don't want to be told I'm wrong. I don't want to be confronted with sin. I don't want to be told that I'm, I've got a different belief than what the Bible believes, you know, I, I just want to believe and, and I want to love and I want to care and I want to think about how. But when we do that, we're not submitting our life to God. Right. And at that point, we're serving ourselves as God instead of him as God. And that's paganism. Yep. Right. So I think when you start coming down to that point, uh, we got to we got to understand where and how this all works together. So I think to me, the, the best way that I know how to do it is Romans chapter two. So you start to figure out how this whole grace and truth thing works together, right? So when you start going through Romans chapter two, uh, let's do verse four. It says, don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant and patient God is with you, right? I mean, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on, it says, does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is what draws you, right? It's his kindness. So when you and I are too truth oriented, and we lack grace, 
then we like kindness and respect for right. people. And when we have conversations like that, it just pushes people away. A hundred percent. You know, uh, but then there's the other side, you know, that I got to have some truth in there too. So if you go down and you start looking at, I don't know, let's see, Romans 2, 6. Let's start there. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. Let's talk about God. And God will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and the honor and the immortality that God offers. But... He will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth, and instead live lives of wickedness. Mm -hmm. So so if we're in a conversation and it's a theological point, let's just say it's a big one. Yeah. Okay, well, God wasn't fully God, or Jesus wasn't fully God. Well, that that's a gigantic theological point that if you don't believe, then you're not a follower of Jesus. Right. And if you're not a follower of Jesus and you're not going to obey the truth, Right then, then God's going to pour out wrath on you and anger on you at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be really unloving for me not to have that conversation with you. Especially if you're, if, if you're open to that idea. Yeah. If you're completely closed off to it, then, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. you're being, a, that's what a good friend or a good mentor or a good yeah. pastor does is to share those hard truths. Yes. So in that conversation, I can't shy away from the truth either. Right. Right, so grace and truth, full of grace and truth, not one or the other. Right. So if we're having a conversation with a believer about a theological point, if it's a if it's a minor one, which I would in to me when I read the question, I believe it's a minor one. Right. You know, most likely, and I can completely disagree with you on a minor theological point. And me and you still come to church. Me and you still <laughs> believe in the same Jesus and serve the same Jesus and worship the same Jesus. And you believe that you can get sprinkled. I believe that you got to be submerged to get baptized. We, we can disagree on that. Yep. Right? And, and, and that's what you ultimately see. And you said it a while ago, just to uh, agree to disagree. That's what you ultimately see in, uh, in, with Paul and Barnabas. Mm-hmm. Right? If you remember yep. that story. So yep. ultimately... Uh, Paul and Barnabas are going or wanting to go to this certain area. Barnabas is wanting to take his cousin, right, who is on other trips with him in the past. But what happened on the other trip in the past is that John Mark abandoned them for whatever reason. The Bible doesn't really tell you. And, and he left them and he went back home. Mm-hmm. And Paul's going, I ain't taking that guy. Right. Right. He flaked out on me once before. I ain't taking him. Fooled me once. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Barnabas's cousin. Right. So he's, he's got an invested interest in his life. So now you got two guys that, that are really faith giants, if you will, coming together and they're having this argument, right? I mean, it's a gigantic argument. I don't know if we got time to go in and, and read all of it, but when you, when you start looking at, uh, at what it says, you start finding that they had a knockdown, drag out fight, right? Acts chapter 15. They had this knockdown drag out fight 15 let's go uh, 36 it says after some time Paul and Barnabas Paul said to Barnabas let's go back to visit the city where we've previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are doing right so they had good hearts Mm -hmm. Barnabas agreed right so he's going back this is a good idea yep right so he agreed but he wanted to take along John Mark but Paul disagreed strongly I love how it said (laughs) that strongly if you read if you read the Bible and figure out who Paul is and how he writes it, he's <laughs> he's got an opinion. Yep. 
right? So since John Mark had deserted them in this city that I can't pronounce, <laughs> right? So, so their disagreement was so sharp, is what verse uh, 39 says. It was so, so sharp that they separated, right? So Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed to somewhere, and then Paul chose Silas, and they went to somewhere, right? So, so when you research this and you do a little study, you figure out that there's some Bible scholars that said at this point, Paul and Barnabas, when they separated, they never saw each other again. Wow. You know? Yeah. But I don't, I don't know really where it is, 1 Corinthians somewhere, that there's a moment where Paul sticks up for Barnabas, and he makes this statement that Barnabas is doing such a good work that, that he deserves to get paid, right, for doing this good work. Right. So what that tells me, that if they, if they had such a sharp disagreement on a minor, mm-hmm. right, this wasn't a major, yep. it was a minor, they had a sharp disagreement, which sent them both separate ways, so much so that they didn't see each other again. Mm-hmm. But what it tells me that if Paul sticks up for Barnabas later, it didn't affect how they loved each other, and it didn't affect the gospel. All right, so Barnabas went on, Paul went on, they both preached Jesus, yep. people were saved, like the kingdom of God grew. Right? So you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. You, and, and I don't know where this is. Ultimately, the goal, I think, for believers is unity. So, so if there's a conversation that you can have and you can get to a place where you're going, okay, well, we, we have to have unity, I think that's the, the better of the two. Sure. Right? And I just jotted down a couple, and you, you can jot these down if you're listening. 1 Corinthians 1.10. Right? It says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you would be perfectly united in mind and thought. I love how it says that. Then 2 Corinthians 13, 11 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice, strive for full restoration. So how do I have a conversation with a fellow believer when I completely dis- disagree with a theological point? Well, the goal is to strive for full restoration, yep. right? Encourage one another, be of one mind, Live in peace, and when we do that, the God of love and peace will be with you. Yep. So that's ultimately the goal. But if every time I sit down with you, we have a com- like complete disagreement, argument, like I can't even eat a Chick Fil A biscuit with you <laughs> without us throwing down in Chick Fil A, then we we probably don't need to hang you out. Probably much. need to Barnabas and Paul it, and you know, separate ways. Love each other from love far. each other. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, I want what's best for you. Yeah. You, you make much in the kingdom. I'm going to make much in the kingdom, but I, I can't hang around you because you tick me off. We're just oil like, and water. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's the whole agree to disagree yeah. type mentality. Uh, but I think conversation has to be full of grace, has to be full of truth. We, we can't be too harsh that we forget grace yep. because God was gracious to us. Uh, we can't be so soft to not stand for anything. There is truth in here, mm-hmm. right? So we, we have to speak the truth, uh, but we speak the truth in love. And ultimately, if if uh, you and I can't be around each other in love, then we'll just love each other from a distance. That's right. You know, it's easy to love me when you don't take me off every day. It is. You know, I can pray for you when you don't take me off every yeah. day. But if we're around each other, we're going to throw down. I'm going to need some grace. <laughs> you know, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> I think that's probably how you handle that situation. Okay, that's good. There's, um, and I think there, that's even with, that's inside the church, inside your friend yeah. groups, inside different churches. I mean, that's all around us, all day, every day. Every day. 
-hmm. And so, I mean, the, the idea is the unity yep. in the majors, major on the majors, yep. minor on the minors, agree to disagree, and find time to have a, a truthful yet graceful mm -hmm. conversation about those things. Yeah. And once you do, if you can't have another one, that's okay. Okay. You're all on the same team. Yep. See right? you. High five each other. You know, go, I'll see you in heaven, but I can't see you right here because you ticked me off. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> let's put a pin in this one and move on to the next conversation. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. Um, I think that wraps up this one's, uh, this episode's uh, question pretty mm -hmm. well. Uh, we're moving on to, what was this one? This one was eight. So next week's episode nine. Our next question on tithing. Mm -hmm. uh, we got one on, should I tithe off my net? or gross income. Ooh, that's good. I know what everybody wants you to say. We'll see. Yeah. Most likely. I don't know. Probably. Um, Probably. I'm, I'm looking forward to that question, one. Though. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, this we've been talking a lot about even today. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, this grace and truth conversation or um, tithing and giving and offerings and all that. You don't know what you don't know. So. Yeah. Well, I would just say one thing real quick for tithing is, uh, is that inflation's gone up a lot over the past little bit. Uh, so that 10% probably going up too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, almsgiving? Is that what? No. <laughs> We're at least at 20%. You should be tithing 20% now, okay. according to inflation. Well, uh, we'll, uh, and that's, uh, that's in the Bible somewhere. Well, so we'll be sure to hit that next week. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We actually want people to tune in next yes. week. So. Yes. All right. So next week we'll hit that one. Um, be sure to, if you're listening, go to our um, check out the YouTube channel. Um, yep. We're also about to get our audio hosting live, so they'll be on everywhere you can listen to audio Sweet. Uh, podcasts and submit your questions. Come on, bring it. That's it. All right. See you next week. Boom. Appreciate it.